today's Gossip Girls episode is brought to you by Lola. Get your first two box order for just $9, regularly $18, a savings of 50% at trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com. Wakey, wakey, Upper East podcasters. Summer's almost over, and we're tanned, rested, and ready for the new season. Woo! Bobby Tyndall, shout out there. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Everyone is so tanned, rested, and ready on this episode, though. Oh, my God. Everybody is so out here in yeah. that summer sun. Oh, like, my God. It looks great. And like, it's like so much of a like a jump from season two. Where opener. everyone's like white. Pale as fuck. So white. So white. Somehow. I mean, even more so. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Uh, hey, everybody. I'm C. I'm S. And we're Castle Girls. Why did you answer Why is she answering And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Castle Girls. It is season three. Season three. Season three. Hey, season three. And this episode is titled The Reversals of Fortune. Season three, episode one. Yeah. And the title comes from a movie called Reversal of Fortune, which I guess is about a socialite who goes into a coma. I don't know anything about it. I don't know. All I know is Jeremy Irons in it. Delf or Grelf, maybe. Grelf. Oh, that's such a gross <laughs> word. I hate that. I Grelf. Hate I, I hate it too. Oh, but also, like, never say that again. But he's Bay. He's Bay. Okay. He was Scar in Lion King, and that's arguably the best villain. Oh my God. Him and Ursula are my favorite villains. Just putting it out there. Actually, you know what? Ursula. Oh my God. You're going to name literally every villain <laughs> in Disney movies now. I know it. I know what's going to happen next. It's like Ursula, Scar, and Malfeasant. Or Malfeasant. Was malevolence. L- malevolence. Is yeah. that what her name? That's not. That's it's a word. Well, Ma- I think it. I think it. Mafi. Malevolent. Whatever the dragon was. Maleficent. In, Maleficent. That's the one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because dragons. Okay, I'll stop talking about Disney. But yeah, uh, shout out to Scar to uh, Scar, aka Jeremy Irons, aka Bay. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> he has a very strong name. I like his name. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> we know nothing about Reversal of Fortune, but this title is called Reversals of Fortune for some reason. It's fine. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't, but no. it's fine. The Netflix description for this episode is this. Blair and Chuck adjust to their new status as a couple. Serena returns from Europe with many secrets and a complicated relationship with Carter. Carter Bazin. Carter Bazin. Carter mm. Bazin. Oh, my God. Every time Carter I see him, Bazin. he's like so hot in this episode. He's so hot Everyone's so hot in it's this episode. It's confusing. It's like... Oh my god! I was like, like I want to, want to like rip your shirt off and then put my mouth in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put my mouth on your mouth. I would have stayed all summer with you. Oh my god! And your bird test also. Oof, so, oh, so good. I'll hot bother. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all literally hot bother. I know. All of a sudden. Oh, like, oh, Carter. <laughs> when did that happen? I didn't like him before, but now Num- Carter Bay. I didn't see him, but now I see him. Oh my god! Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So, um, yeah, so much go- so goes down this episode. So, as with every episode, but like in particular, I feel like um, the finale was a lot um, from last season was pretty packed. But this is also just like okay, we are new season, new year, yeah, and uh, we got a new couple on the scene. Our least favorite pairing, Blair yep. and Chuck. Fuck that. Block that. Block that. Yes. Yeah. Block Luck that. that. Um. We just lost 80 listeners, probably. Sorry. We are so cool. And we like other characters. I arguably, arguably, I would say I like some Chuck tendencies. 
but I am not here for Blair and Chuck together. It's so like, it just, like it's a prom episode where he just manipulated her and like. I don't know. The last episode where he's episode. like, oh, I bought you flowers from your, f- f- with money. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's like, it's sort of thoughtful, but it's not, uh, whatever. I don't know. It's very anticlimactic with the whole, like, pairing together. Like, the one about, week later. Yeah. We talked about it with Bronte last episode. Just like how, like, there was so much lead up to this, and I was like, okay, well. this like, yeah. I love you, babe. I love you, too. I've told you many times. Let's kiss. <laughs> I've told you so many times already. Mm. Ah. So, just like, girl, Blair, you can do so much better. I know. And, like, I guess this is what she's been looking for, but whatever. For Anyways, now. Blair and Chuck are together. Together forever. But are they? I'm Chuck. Bass. I know. I wasn't expecting to see someone like you somewhere like this so early in the day. I'm in need of refuge. It's too hot. Oh, it's never too hot. Care to test that theory? And what if I have a girlfriend? Chuck Bass doesn't do girlfriends. Yeah, so we see Chuck looking <laughs> like um, the poor man's version of Charlie Sheen in Wall Street <laughs> um, with his red suspenders. Do you mean the rich man's version? I guess. Uh, yeah, fair, actually. <laughs> but still, like, it's like, okay, we see it. Look, look at me. I'm a steel tycoon, a man of that town in a bar in the My middle of the day. My hair is pushed back. Oh, yeah, let's let's talk about quickly how his hair looks and how every man in this episode's hair look. Everyone, ha- Everyone's hair is parted continental style. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love it. But also, everybody's hair grew over the summer, and no one's gotten a haircut. I know. Like Chuck's hair is too—it's too long for him to have his, his, his uh, signature swoop. So it's you know it's combed back a little bit. Um, Nate's hair is continuously in that you know that Ellen DeGeneres haircut from nineteen ninety from nineteen ninety seven, and then um, Dan's hair. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. I love Dan's hair. Really? I think everyone's hair is sexy in this episode. Whatever. Okay. I, I mean, granted, I think his hair looks sexy pushed back. <laughs> I think his hair looks sexy pushed back. <laughs> I watched that movie last night. <laughs> it was on. It was on. It was on right after uh, something. I was on right after the bold type on Freeform. Yes. <gasps> I did not watch it, but I'm watching it tomorrow. I watched the first hour because it, like, yeah, it's so good. Okay. I'm really here for it. It's giving me like, it's giving me some Devil Wears Prada vibes in a good way. So I'm excited I'll, to watch it. Yeah, it's good. We'll talk about it later. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so. So back to Blair and Chuck. So yeah. we start out this episode with Chuck supposedly back to his old tricks and hitting on a girl who looks like the poor man Serena. Yeah, she is like... She, I thought it was Serena at first, and like I, started, I was just like looking out of the corner of my no, eye. she's just a like, blonde girl with a face. Like, yeah, she has like that's no, exactly she has Serena like no, is. Like, Serena is also a blonde girl with a face. Yeah, but like, but there's some, like, Serena, or rather Blake Lively, has like, you know, like, presence. Oh my god, you're like, so obsessed. I am, but like also like she has like a like when you, you notice her when she's in the room. Yeah, this girl is just like a blonde face in the crowd. Like she's not that distinguishable. She's uh, extremely boring. She's she's extremely but basic. But she, she kind of looks like a basic version of Serena, the she, poor man Serena. She's the rose of Rosina, uh, Serena's. <laughs> the freaking. Actually, I love Rose. Not, <laughs> you know, no, I love Rose. Rose is wonderful. Rose all day, all day, every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so he's hitting on her, and then he's like. Why we don't have time to go to my limo? Why don't we go back to the back area of this restaurant and then like sex it up in the bathroom? I guess is that what he's planning on doing? Essentially, he's like, let's go somewhere quiet and yeah. everyone can like see hear us, you know, pan, you know, rubbing each other. I guess. Ew, ew. <laughs> why, why do you say things? <laughs> 
I just make it so unsexy as oh possible. Oh my god, you! <laughs> it's a gift. I feel like you're trying as hard as you can to make me uncomfortable every episode. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're about to like you know. Yeah. So yeah. Do their thing. Chuck is like, he's obviously like stalling this girl. He's like, she's like, let's kiss, and he's like not yet and like what are, what are you waiting for what are you waiting for he's like looking over his shoulder and then who shows up but Blair uh-uh. why not it's better to wait how long mm, let's see now what the hell is going on Blair I can explain um I'm sorry I, I didn't know he had a girlfriend yes you did she did Shame on you, Ashley Henshaw. How could you do that? Pick up someone in a relationship? Have you no pride, no self-respect? Okay, but I didn't know. Th- you may have an Abercrombie campaign and a security code to Clooney's castle in Lake Como, but that doesn't give you the right to try to steal someone else's man. Now take your American girl hair and your poreless skin and get out! Yep, and then when Ashley's like, you're crazy, which is ableist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't appreciate Um Uh... Blair um, starts kissing up on Chuck, like, I'm so glad she's gone. Hi, I missed you. It's been three whole hours. Hi. Oh, my God. Like, three whole hours. Are you kidding? And I'm just like, I'm not here for this. No, shut up. This. It's so stupid. Yeah. So I mean, I can appreciate her being happy, but, like, I can't appreciate her happiness is brought on by Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, it basically, like, oh, I get, like, oh, Blair's happy. It's like, okay, oh, Cher, you're happy. doing the classic. I just want you to be happy with Blair. <laughs> Even though it's in a terrible way and not with you, I guess. I don't I know. know. I mean, like, let's be real. I would love to be with Blair. Like, I know. Who wouldn't? Like, that's... Those you are, are the Blair... You are the Blair and Dan that the world re- re- deserves. Blair and Cher. Blish, Blair, Blish. You can't combine your names. You're not going to work out. Sorry, dude. It's fine. It's okay. I've had worse stains. Actually, no. That's a, that's a worse stain. It's the first cut's the deepest. I don't know. I'm really sad about that I can never be with Blair. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm unraveling. I'm revealing a lot about myself right now. Um, so. First cut is the deepest. deepest. The um, worst block is... Nope. No? Okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Yeah. So um, it's it's, yeah. it's obvious. Or so what happens is we find out that Blair and Chuck are playing a game where they attempt to seduce and humiliate a girl and then Blair walks in and always like always catches him before they right kiss. In time. And it's like, why? This is such a like it's such a, I feel like this would get so boring so fast. But not even that. It's just like you guys are teens. I mean like yeah. I mean I mean, granted you're quote unquote adults now, you're not in high school anymore. But I mean, you're legal adults, but you're still like prepubescent teens. Like, you don't fucking need games. You, not, not yet. Wait till it gets boring. How could you possibly be bored? It's been like two months. It's not even that so much. It's like you guys are like constantly in heat. Like, you don't need to have like some spice relationship. You're the fact that you're seeing girls' boobs be enough. Like, oh man. Like, you don't need something to like you know make it more sexy like the fact that you're being able to have sex with people i don't know i guess because they're <laughs> i guess because they're over sex already and they've been like you know doing this for a minute yeah i mean like they don't have anything to do they don't have anything like they don't work in the summer and all they're doing is fucking probably they're probably yeah. just like the entire summer was spent having sex yeah yikes yeah so then blair is telling serena about this mm-hmm. and so blair and serena are respectively talking or not blair and serena blair and uh, chuck are respectively talking to uh, Serena and Nate and like talking about their relationship with each other and 
Serena is, you know, questioning why Blair could possibly want to do this because she's like, this is the dumbest thing ever and she's not wrong. Wait, you do what? I go to Europe for three months and you return from Jane Austen to Anais Nin. Is there anything Chuck Bass can't get you to do? It was my idea. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, we, we had our honeymoon period and it was perfect, but while other couples settle into a routine, we were determined to keep things interesting. So Chuck plays the cheating bastard and I play the scorned woman. I even get to choose who to humiliate. Models, tourists, Upper West Siders. I don't know if anybody ever told you this, but the honeymoon is supposed to and it isn't real. The real part is when you settle down with each other, the three month milestone. It is not a milestone, it's a gravestone. Settling down means death. Less sex, more silence. We found a way to avoid that. That works for us. And also, like, wow. does not sound like you. Like, are you doing this to, like, you know, impress or like appease? Chuck? Yeah. Like, is it something that he's like putting you up to? He's like, it was my idea, and it's like, yeah, that was it, girl? But, like, is it your idea to make him continue to be interested in you, or like, what's going on? Well, there's something that deeper here. That yeah. You need to, like, examine. And this, Blair also thinks that settling down or like being comfortable in a relationship means death. Yeah, which is like which is weird because you're you're seventeen. Like what? Why? Why? And like I mean, dating someone like Chuck, I guess why would how how would you not feel like that? He's known for date like not even dating like just fucking anyone. Yeah, there's definitely a a certain intimidation there where it's like I'm his first girlfriend. Yeah, so like I have to make Chuck Bass doesn't have girlfriends, right? So I have to like make this like worth his time. I have to make sure that he doesn't feel like this is a mistake, that he's, like, wasting his time with me. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure there where she has to, like, you know, continually be of interest to him. Otherwise, she might lose him. And that's a horrible place to be. That's oh, a, my God. It's, like, a, a, so unhealthy. Yeah. And just like, a, and, and it's also just, like, not a good place for anybody to be in. Yeah. To be like, oh, God, every every time you're with this guy, it's like, I got to make sure this is the best. Otherwise, I'm going to lose him. And... You know, it's not her fault for feeling that way. It's kind of him for not telling her, you know, otherwise. You know, yeah. Like, you are enough. And he's not saying that to her clearly because she's feeling she has to do this. So Serena's like, okay, what's going on? Like, why do you feel the need to do this? And she's kind of like deflecting. She's like, no, I wanted to do this. This, this, is, this is fun for me. It's a game. I like right? this game. But, but Serena definitely like, you know, kind of planted the seed in Blair like to think and rethink about what she actually wants. Yeah. Because, you know, Serena asks like, what if like, what if one time you're not there in time? Like, what if he does kiss someone else? And then Blair's like, oh, huh, I guess I never thought of that. Right. And Nate's also basically telling the same thing to Chuck. He's like. Yeah, but, like, what's going to happen if, you know, she doesn't get there in time and you're, like, in the lurch? Are you going to, like, you know, go? Are you going to be able to stop yourself? Right. And Chuck is like, you know, you know, Blair wants to play this game, you know, and I'm here for, you know, she should know that I love her no matter what. And he's like, you got to tell her, man. Like, and this this definitely yeah. plants a seed. Like, this is the first time Nate and Serena have ever been, like, thoughtful and uh in intuitive yeah. and that's kind of weird to see because <laughs> it's usually so st- it's this it's his new sexy hair pushback i think i guess I, I, makes I, him so yeah so smart but also i think like it's just like a level of them like a maturity like they're growing up a little bit and i think with nate his like his growth has been kind of quiet like i mean him and him and vanessa when they were together um you, you saw a lot of like maturity and growth in yeah. his character and I think like maybe it's maybe like, it still happening yeah and you know that helped a little bit in the way he yeah I think his a little bit his um his like issues with his family has mm-hmm. certainly definitely made him more introspective For sure. and like with that probably more like he's able to view the world around himself differently yeah 
but rather than in, in like a deeper way because it was more shallow before for sure and then i think with serena i think serena's best intro most like her interest is mostly just for blair like she her her like her thoughtfulness and her like advice mostly coming from a place of like caring for blair deeply she just wants to make sure that she's okay yeah and serena's usually like that like yeah. serena's always looking out for blair before blair looks out for serena oh, absolutely. it's like it's kind of like serena's a much nicer better friend and like you saw that in season two a little bit where mm-hmm. she was like like my star is like just it's brighter than yours you're jealous and yeah. like it's the only time she's ever like advocated for herself right, even but- though it's like what were you saying? Well, yeah, but just like yeah, exactly. Like Blair's Blair's always been kind of like intimidated by Serena, but Serena's always been the one that like vocalized her love and affection and respect yeah. for Blair. And with Blair, she's like it's hard for her to like crack that shell and talk about how she feels about the people she loves. She's more like I'll scheme to protect you instead of actually trying to like openly protect you from what's going on. So, so Serena is essentially like trying to like give her some words of wisdom and making sure that Blair's okay. And Blair, of course, is deflecting like she usually does. Yeah. And so then when she meets up with Chuck later, they're talking about what to do and who to seduce and humiliate. Yeah. And they're like going to like a, 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 they go to a modeling agency. Like, you know, it's called a ghosty. Oh, yeah. Is that so dumb? That's so dumb. Let's go to the ghosty to pick up a model. And, like... So, like, they're, like, outside of the, of the venue, of the building, and, like, models are just, like, coming in and out, and they're all gorgeous. Needs a sandwich. She looks just right to me. Adam's apple. Blair. Catalog. Chuck, none of these girls are even worth humiliating. Looking in the mirror will do that for them. Just like all of them are suck. Like yeah. she needs to eat a she's burger. A catalog model. Yeah, and she, and and Chuck is like he's obviously like you know he's like to like what's going on. It's like what's going on. Like I, what like I thought you like any of these models. Just like they're all yeah. trash. And Chuck is like we can just like leave. We don't yeah, have to be here. and so like Chuck is kind of being nice and giving her an out. He's like he's still not sure. He's like he does he wants to tread carefully to figure out if this is actually what she wants or if she's just like doing this to appease him right and so it's it's like kind of nice and sweet yeah and trying to do that yeah like so i do want to take a minute to like talk about i do believe and i don't i don't believe i believe that chuck does love blair yeah definitely he definitely loves blair and and i know he's loved blair and that's nice it's just that i i I love it when boys are nice it's not even so much about that it's just he I don't know, but like Bronte is bringing this up, just like he's like a fully, he's like, he's like a he's like a fully formed character. And, oh, absolutely. And um, he has like he has a lot of dark. He also has light. You know, he's well balanced in that way. But I think, and like he, she was mentioning, just like how Blair sometimes because of like her sex, she can like sometimes like she's also like a little, she's treated a little nicer because she's a woman, mm-hmm. or at least like you know. I, I, I'm very guilty of like you know finding excuses of like you know having Blair be because she obviously she's just sounds, as bad of a person she's she done person. so much shit to ever like to her friends yeah totally I just think that like with Chuck there's I feel like with Chuck there's less of a like I don't 
Like I know he's I know he's human, but it's it's harder to see his humanity sometimes. Yeah, and the way he latches out on people, specifically at Blair, I think is like the one character that he really latches out the most. Yeah. I, I like I guess like it is coming from a place of like deep admiration and love, but the way he latches out is just like so violent. Yeah. And um I don't know, like he's just done some really shitty things and um I think you know, um, as far as his character goes, it's it's hard. I, I just, I don't know. I I want like I, I don't like not. I don't want to hate his character as much as I do. It's just it's like, so guess, hard not to. He makes it so hard to like like him. Yeah, it's just a visceral reaction that I can't really explain. Just and like I, how can you possibly love this monster who's like treated you so badly, called you names, compared you to a horse? Yeah, and like has not ass- said I love you, even though he's meant it. Has for, assaulted like, your best friend. Yeah, has assaulted your you know your best friend. Has boyfriend. assaulted probably many women. Yeah, exactly. And like it's just you know I don't know. There's just there's that fine line where like I intellectually I think he's like a very well out character but like never in my wildest dreams would I want any of my friends to ever date a guy like that mm-hmm. like ugh like never ever ever so um yeah that's kind of where I stand with Blair and Chuck uh what's about Nate yeah so um we you all know we don't like Blair and Chuck but we also don't like Nate Oh my god! So Except his hair looks so sexy pushed back. <laughs> I am like so here for his look this season. So um, yeah, Nate. He um, is Mayo Nate again. Like he. Yeah. So at the end of last season, yeah. we knew he was going to Europe with Vanessa. So maybe they were gonna, you know, get together. We didn't know what was gonna happen. But this episode starts off with him stepping off a he- helicopter with someone who is not, not Vanessa. Vanessa. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Well, it's a good thing the flight attendants didn't the cabin lights over the Atlantic. Well, it's an even better thing that my car got a flat on the way to Heathrow and I missed the plane that I was supposed to be on. Otherwise, I would have been sitting in seat 3B of an entirely different plane, making out with an entirely different passenger in seat 3A. <laughs> yeah, she's... So... There, there's a girl he's talking to her that you find out that they don't really know much about each other and Nate's like how am I supposed to find you and she's like oh well we're both going to Columbia but you find out she's going to grad school at Columbia so which she's an woman. older woman Ew. and then clearly Nate's type oh my god Nate, Nate loves older women and older women love Nate oh my god he I love Nate I mean <laughs> I am technically an older woman actually I was the same age i don't know but still like he like women like older women kill for nate like it's like the reason why he got he left his um internship is because the deputy mayor was making a pass on him like older women love nate he is cougar meat (laughs) he's what cougar meat (laughs) i thought thought you said something wildly different oh no cougar meat cougar meat cougar meat he is um he is cougar bait he the cougars all love him yeah so it's like yeah so it's 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 this girl we don't know who she is yet but then nate this is like so weird nate's holding like some sort of tabloid newspaper and it has a mention of someone named someone buckley and nate has like a visceral reaction to it he's like oh i was gonna read this new newspaper but it has the buckley's on it so i hate it and i don't want to read this newspaper ever she's like excuse me and then they look at the the two cars that are waiting for them on the tarmac for the helicopter and one says um vander um one says um Archibald. archibald and the other one says buckley like okay so we find out that buckley is the same 
So this girl's name is Bree Buckley. Buckley. And it's like, I don't think Buckley is a rich person sounding name. Mm-mm. I don't know. It sounds like, well, I don't know. It has the word buck in it, which reminds me of Bucktooth. And I just like can't. <laughs> well, that's, you're actually not far off. Um, so Buckley's are Southern, like Southern uh rich like probably old tycoon rich oh and i guess like buckley might be this the answer to bush i'm oh, assuming maybe that's what it is um because it's kind of their equivalent of bushes because they are also in politics but they're like known conf- um, conservative republicans yeah so whereas like the vanderbilts are like you know old political democrats yeah so the uh so the buckley's like they kind of have an argument and they find out that They've known each other for a long time. So, like, they've met met each other at White House Easter egg hunts and, like, holiday parties and, like, apparently did someone punch someone in the arm or something like that. Yeah, like, they they grew up together, but they haven't seen each other in, like, probably, you know, a decade and a half since they were kids. My car is waiting. Oh, you done with that? I'll take it. Yeah, sure. Ooh, on second thought. You have a problem with the Buckleys? Yeah, well, that right-wing nutjob called William Vanderbilt a deviant for lobbying against DOMA. Maybe that's because William Vanderbilt called Jeb Buckley a cokehead and a cheater. <laughs> what, are you saying it isn't cheating if you get your congressionally pregnant? Oh, my God. You're Nate Archibald. And you're Bree Buckley. You pulled my hair during Clinton's inaugural ball. Your redneck cousins tried to waterboard me at the Easter egg hunt on the White House lawn. It's good to see you again. Yeah, take care of yourself. And so now that they're, you know, adults who are like, you know, see each other more than just like, you know, adolescent playmates. They kissed each other. And probably more. Yeah. They just met on the plane, actually, didn't they? Yeah, they they met on the plane. I'm like a little bit confused as to how they got from the the airplane to the helicopter. We're just like, want to come with me in my rich person helicopter? Like, you had to know that the other person is rich. Yeah, but I mean, like. Is it like a thing? Like, helicopters that go from JFK to helicopter landing pad <laughs> yeah i mean like that i i believe the helicopter pad like takes you from um from like jfk to probably manhattan oh yeah so you don't have to go through brooklyn or queens yeah to get to um manhattan very true the top of some parking garage right so it's just there and like it's a helipad that we've seen many times before like, oh yes yeah like there was many season one season two there were so many moments where like you know Someone's gonna flee the country on the tel- the helipad, so it's it's a it's a famous as far as for um, Gossip Girls moment. Yeah. So it's, it's a signifier for uh, change. So um, yeah, the two of them they are like instantly like, oh, we were enemies. They're like they're grossed out by each other like, immediately. We are enemies. Like I'm, I don't like you. You don't like me. Like our families. Are, like, there's. It's like a. I think they're kind of setting it up to be a Romeo and Juliet type thing. Sure. Like. And you know what? That sounds great, except they're boring as fuck. Right? They're boring so boring. Both of them fuck. are so boring. They're so boring. Like, ugh. And Brie Buckley is played by Joanna Garcia, who will never not be uh, Cheyenne from that pregnant teen from that TV show Reba, which I used to watch growing up. Oh, no. My parents still watch the reruns. They oh, my God. It's like Reba. it's on all the time. It is. No, my parents love Reba. Uh, she was also um, just a character actress in a lot of stuff that you've seen before. Yeah, she was. She's in. She's been in a bunch of things. She's in she How Much Your Mother. Oh episode. right, she was. She's the the girl next door who everyone wants to date. The yeah. window. The window. The yeah. window girl. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, she had like a. Like, oh, she also plays Peter Prince, Prentice's sister. Yep. 
in uh, Mini Project. Yep. Yeah. So she's she's a girl that you've seen in a lot of different shows, but um, and she's she's a great she's actress. Fine. And she's fine, but like you know. She's boring as fuck. Like, there's nothing really to, like, you know, write home about as far as her character, Brie Buckley. Yeah, Brie Buckley. I mean, like... Which also makes her kind of perfect for Nate. Yeah, oh my god. May and Nate and uh, expired Brie. Sure. I don't know. What's a way to make Brie boring? Baked Brie? <laughs> baked... I don't know. Baked Brie is not interesting. Uh, Cheddar. Now, let's think Swiss. on this. Um... Brie and American, no, no, um, marinade and American cheese. No, that's bad. Um, mm. We'll workshop this later. We definitely we'll, will. we'll figure something. We've out. got a few episodes. Okay, so Nate, Nate is, um, so his situation with his family is that he's still like, his family's like trying to figure out what they like, how they see him, and like his grandpa gives him a Ferrari, and like he, you know, as we know, last season he decided to not go to the work at the mayor's office because some older lady hit on him. Yeah, the the, the, the deputy mayor. Classic Nate always he, always finds the older he's ladies. He's the cougar mate. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the the older ladies love the Nate. The Nate dog. Yeah, because he's so <laughs> Shira looks so proud of herself. <laughs> Nate dog. Well that's a rapper. I know. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Nate Dog. Oh my god. He was the best. I loved him. Oh, he died? I didn't know he died. Yeah, he, he passed away maybe five years ago from heart failure. Oh no. Such a bummer. I know. He was so good. Ugh. I I on my other podcast, Open Ended, James and I really did a kid like half an episode about our love for Nate Dog. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because we're talking about um Head of State with um Chris Rock, an old movie that came out right before it was like Chris Rock. I'm going to be president of the United States. And it was a year before Obama became um, the keynote speaker of the DNC. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was like, like the idea of like a black president was like so far Still removed. So weird. And yeah. then the very next year, Obama became, you know, um, you know, a huge contender for like, not just like Senate, but also president. Yeah. The next year. So, um, yeah. Anyway, Nick dog, he did all the, he was kind of like a, um, like one of the Greek, um, Greek chorus members like he oh. was like he was like he was like narrating through song different beats oh that's adorable film. yeah it was great so um shout out to Nate Dog. um but anyway sorry for that yeah. tangent but. yeah so back to mayonnaise and Ugh. uh expired brie expired brie that's fine that's, that's fine that's for, all we have right now placeholder placeholder for a better yes. name so uh, Nate is discussing this with Chuck and Chuck is like, oh, you know, you should continue seeing her if you like her because sleeping with the enemy is hot. I'm trying to talk like Chuck. I'm doing a very bad job of it. You have to, you have to talk like a British man trying to act like an English guy. I can't do that. That's, what I, that's what I was doing. Too. Yeah. I'm it's hot. That's why I had. So he also mentions that he had the whole Ivanka thing, which is like, ew. And Ugh. also uh, that's that's kind of. Like I, showing who the basses are in New York. Oh my god, industry. I forgot. I, I completely glazed over that bit. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, and I guess they're about the right age, right? Because Ivanka Trump is like thirty-five. I guess she'd only be like five years older. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, like, also, when would he possibly have had an Ivanka thing? He is seventeen years old. Ugh. Anyways, whatever. Grim. So grim. Yeah. So that's that's where Nate is at this point. Serena, let's talk about Serena. Okay, yeah, so Serena. Serena is, uh, so this this episode with the Serena storyline starts off with Jenny and Eric, like, being super furtive and secretive in the Hamptons, hiding something from Dan and Rufus about Serena. Tabloids. Lots yeah. and lots of tabloids. So uh, apparently she's, like, 
just gallivanting all across Europe, being a party girl, being like Euro trash and just like in every tabloid ever, constantly drunk, partying on tables, whatever. And she's like just everywhere. Hey, what are you doing? Recycling. What? Whoa, whoa. oh my God. <laughs> uh, it, it's not what you think. So much for eat, pray, love. Well, you know, I guess she got the love part right. You can't say anything, promise. Dan. Hey, Vanessa, uh, yeah, I, I was just about to head down there. Serena, it's home. Hello? No, I'm gonna have to reschedule. Oh my God. <sighs> and so Jenny and Eric are somehow, somehow hiding this from Dan and Rufus. Don't well, know how. They're Dan and Rufus. Like, yeah, but like they're they're pretty like oblivious until like someone's like throwing it in their face. Like that's kind of classic Dan and Rufus. That's true. They're very they're very like, much into themselves. Yeah, yeah. very much into themselves. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, so, Serena hasn't been here. So like they're they're pretending Serena's at an ashram, um, doing yoga for a month. Right. And being going like being silent for a month, <laughs> which is and just like, like and Dan's like big thing is like I don't know how she can be quiet for ten minutes for a month. She can't be quiet for a whole day. Like, like shut okay. up, Dan. You talk more than everyone else. Okay, stop well, dance planning. You can't even like speak of the sentence without stammering. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, so. <laughs> ugh, worst. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so they're like, uh, so she's she's back and like she's being like bombarded by photographers and and then you know obviously rufus and dan find out well yeah like i mean it's kind of insane because like obviously are... like she's she's still playing it off that she's being photographed because of her arrest last like three three, three months, months ago, ago yeah which no one cares about that like i don't know like there's like 20 paparazzi cameras the, yeah it's like a wild amount yeah that it's it's obviously not because she got arrested three months yeah. ago. And like Rufus is like, oh my God, he's like so overwhelmed. And the thing is like Lily, she has, she's not around. She has been off taking care of Cece. Yeah. So Cece's sick, I guess. We don't really know much about that. But right. Yeah. We don't really hear yeah, much about that. She has some sort episode, of illness. But she's sick probably from her years and years and decades of drinking. Yes. So it's probably has something to do with that. But um, this is important just because like Rufus is overwhelmed and he's trying to figure out how to manage serena kind of like deal with her because he doesn't know what's going on or what's going on with all this paparazzi yeah around because they're still children and he still has to be like a dad to them and like they're all he's also trying to figure out where like they've moved into the uh the vanderwoodson's house and are like living out of the loft there and it's like a a new world for him and he also has to now manage four children rather than just two since he's not helping with the management and two going off to college making sure they get off to college yeah so like it's a lot going on because there's still some part of summer left so um rufus is a little overwhelmed and kind of out of his element and he's not really sure how to handle this yeah so what's happening is that um they decide to uh give serena like an intervention so like they both confront her at the the vander woodson's loft and are like stop it stop going and partying and serena's like sorry i won't do it anymore yeah like yeah and she, she doesn't explain like why she's doing it she's like i was just having a good time in the summer yeah it's just what of, you do in you know, the summer Europe. you kind of just go crazy you know go have fun i was blowing off some steam i just started graduating high school just wanted to like you know blow off steam and Ruby was like okay well this stops now like can you just like you know like i 
your mom's away. Like, I, stop stop being in the tabloids. Right. Just, like, you know, cool it. Try to keep a little profile. Can you do that, please? And he also mentions that, like, Lily had gotten the Humphreys a table at a boring-ass polo match. Okay, so polo is... One of like I I would love to do so many rich people activities, but polo is something that I would never want to go to. Like it does not seem interesting at all. No. People don't wear cute outfits. It's not like got cool hats. It's just like so boring. I mean, people do wear cute outfits. I mean, not that cute. I don't know. I mean, basically, my only only knowledge of like polo is from this episode and also Pretty Woman. It's so, <laughs> <laughs> that's only knowledge I know about polo and um, Pretty Woman. Julie Roberts, you are really cute brown white polka dot dress that i liked a lot okay um <laughs> shut up um <laughs> that's my that's most of my knowledge of the, the sport of polo um but yeah it's just um it's just people just sitting around and watching horses around it's, it seems so boring yeah it's like it's you know it's the i don't know i don't it's find water polo but on land <laughs> it's so the outfits aren't even that interesting like they're not like ball gowns or whatever they're like well, fancy summer outfits well, like hamptons hats. outfits they're hats like that's what they're really known for the big hats like it's kind of like a northern version of the kentucky derby yeah definitely so um yeah so it's definitely kind of like kentucky derby is like around easter um it kind of overlaps you have this with like polo and that's kind of like a yeah. summer thing but so boring. Um, so yeah. then, um, because of because of Serena's exploits and fame in Europe and recently in the tabloids, uh, the polo match has asked her to throw the first polo ball. I don't know what they do. I have no idea anything yeah. about polo. It seems so boring. Yeah. And so then, a little bit more intrigue happens mm-hmm. with we're as we're discovering what went on in Serena's European. Euro trip. and her Euro trip. <laughs> 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 Remember when Michelle Trachtenberg was in Euro trip? Oh I haven't seen that movie, but just like, <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god! Just um, there's a part of that movie I'll talk about again later. Um, but yeah, I'll keep it. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Okay. I'll hold it. All right. Um, <laughs> so, um, so when when Rufus is examining all these pictures, he's like. There's a fuzzy looking man in all of these pictures that is the same in all of the pictures. Who could it possibly be? And I find out that it's Carter, Carter Basin. Basin. Oh, he's so hot. Mm. He's so I bet he looks so good in those fuzzy pictures. Mm. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt that sexual tension from over wow. here. Soupy and Carter. Keep it in your pants. What's his suits? name again? Sebastian Stan. Mm. I stand him. Yeah, I stand him. I just learned how to do that. I stand him for sure. Totally. He's he's of Romanian ancestry, and he's one of the few like famous Romanians. I know this because my best friend is Romanian, and whenever I talk about Gossip Girl, she's like, Sebastian Stan was in that show. So yeah, yeah, he's great. He's also in Marvel and all that stuff. I still haven't watched any of the Captain America movies. Uh, it's fine. You don't need to. I'm going to. Sure, I'm never going to, but that's fine. Good for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Carter Bazin is in all the pictures, and he has essentially been like uh, Serena's escort throughout. Her, uh, yeah, we still don't European know what was happening. Exploits. Yeah, but we don't know why he was there. We only know is that like they had left to go um, on adventures at the end of the season last year. To like, we we know it help, was because uh, to help her find her father. Yeah, and so. So then Serena and Carter like meet up on the streets and like we we're trying to like still figure out what's going on. And he's like, 
you can't avoid what happened forever. And she's like, watch me. And she just like takes off her top, I guess, in front of the paparazzi so they'll take more pictures of her. Yep. Where are you headed, beautiful? Carter? I was in the neighborhood. No, you weren't. <laughs> Gossip Girl said you returned. I wanted to see you. Well, you've seen me. Now you can go. We need to talk. No, we don't. Mm, I know what you're doing. You can't avoid what happened forever. Watch me. Oh, no! Like, I don't know what she's doing. The resolution still doesn't explain what she's doing. I don't know. Yeah, she's out here a little bit. Yeah. She's, she's showing her tail. She blew out her hair. She had her hair blown out to make sure herself... Make sure she look really cute. It, which, it does look really cute. Which is one of my favorite moments of um, Blair. She's like, oh, that's why you got your hair blown out? She's like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I made the paparazzi. Ha- I actually combed my hair today. So, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so good at looking good for like, the paparazzi. My hair is like, and the thing that's like, the reason why her hair looks so good is because it's washed. Yeah, finally. She doesn't have that like, weird, like, you know, sheen of, like, dirtiness going on in her hair. Look like a rat's nest. Like, she actually washed her hair. So, um, yeah, that's why Serena looks excellent in this episode. Um, but yeah, so, 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 so we don't know, we don't know the extent of Serena and Carter's yeah. relationship and they're being so evasive about it. And the way that they unravel this is not great, yeah. but she, Serena's like, I'm not hanging out with Carter. He's, uh, stalking me. Right. And Dan's like, uh, you're, you're being stalked. Like, so he goes to Blair for assistance. Oh yeah. Sorry. She tells Dan that. Right. And so then, yeah, Blair's like. You can't be stalked by Carter. Right. So um, we'll, while we're talking about Dan, let's talk about Dan and Vanessa. Yeah. So Dan, as we said earlier, is now living at the Vander Woodson's loft. Or no, he's not living there. He's still living in the the Brooklyn, Brooklyn loft. Yeah. Brooklyn loft. Um, probably permanently because he's going to be going to school at NYU, which is right across the water. Yeah. Very so, true. So like while his family is staying at the Vander Woodson's in the Upper East Side, uh, Dan is primarily in Brooklyn still. Yeah. And Dan and Vanessa, they're like, you know, catching up from the summer at a cafe by NYU's campus because, you know, uh, school's starting soon and blah, blah, blah. And they're just kind of catching up. And Vanessa has been hanging out with a certain someone. Who is so boring. Uh, Sky doesn't know that. That's what? from That's from your trip. That was the thing I was going <laughs> to... Oh no, Cher. Oh no. I'm not mad at myself at all. I'm I'm not mad at you either. I'm proud of myself. I did that whole joke. I was. was You were like, you were like just holding it. I was holding it. You did it. I hold it. You held it. it. I held it. You didn't pee all over the seat. I didn't. (laughs) I put some napkins down. (laughs) (laughs) I did Um, some bladder exercises. I did my Kegels. (laughs) (laughs) Zane. Um, but yeah, so Scotty, Scott, Scott. from, um, last season, as you know, he had some papers of Vanessa, no, sorry, not Vanessa. Of Rufus and Lily. Lily. And, uh, he he, has some sort of ulterior motive as I'm sure we'll find out. Right. So, you know, we're not really sure what his deal is. We we can kind of guess. We kind of guess that like, you know, he has, he wants to get close to the Humphreys slash the Van Woodsons. Yeah, so like as as we know in the last um, last season, the the parents of Lily and Rufus's love st- um, child may have lied to them, 
And they said, you know, something to the extent of we already lost one child. We don't want to lose another, implying that that their love child was still alive, alive, which is probably Scott. Right. So that's that's a, basically the assumption. And Vanessa is very into Scott. And for some reason, for some reason. So boring. But she didn't mention that her and Nate had hooked up once in Prague. But then, like, you know, they were like, uh, just you know, friends, just friends, which now. sucks. I know, because that's what Nate was interested in. I love a Nate. I miss them. I'm very sad that they're not together anymore. But Dan is opulence with his wealth now. It is just like, it's just so funny. He's like wearing expensive clothes, has a very expensive wallet that has hundreds in it. Yeah, so apparently Lily gave um, Dan that wallet for his graduation and the money inside of it. He has been seduced by wealth. He spent his entire summer in the Hamptons. Yeah, so he... He looks great. He's going to be wearing an expensive suit to this polo match that we're going to be watching later or talking about later. His hair is so fabulous and Cher hates it for some reason, even though it looks so sexy pushed back. Okay. Um, okay. How many times can I make that joke? <laughs> Two more. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Two more. <laughs> okay. But Keep that um, in mind. <laughs> but. Um, he, he also has like a limo taking him back yeah, to wherever exactly. he needs to go. So he's like a driver. Yeah, like um, he, he, him and Vanessa were parting ways, and Vanessa like I can walk into the train. He's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, take whatever because I'm, you know, gonna be going to Upper East Side. And she's like, okay, yeah. And then um, she sees him because he left um, something at yeah. the table or whatever. His sunglasses. His expensive yeah, sunglasses. His expensive sunglasses. His sunnies. Yeah, and. Um, Vanessa sees him get like he like even looks super dodgy going to, he, he's like, so like is anyone watching me like I'm yeah, climbing into this he looks super suspicious limo. going into a limo he's like looking both ways it's like dude wealth look, looks good on him whatever look more conspicuous please yeah right um, also like make the limo driver wait a block away or just take the fucking train you dipshit but the car's there Ooh. look you don't have a metro card yeah like you don't have a metro card I know it's in your expensive wallet <laughs> No, he probably is like, no, Mitchell can be in this. It's it's, it's premium too, leather. It's too beautiful. It's premium leather. Basically, ass plastic can't be touching this. I know. Ugh. Oh, my Unless God. Unless it's like private plastic. Um. Anyway, he is being a Dan. Yeah. And Plastic so Vanessa's Dan. like kind of, she's mad at Dan for lying to her about his opulence and how yeah. rich he is. But also just like feeling the need that he can't talk to her about it. Yeah. Which is also like fair because they're supposed to be best friends and he's a lot he's a lot of life changes happening right now and the fact that he can't talk to that he doesn't feel the need to talk to Vanessa. His best friend. It's it's isolating it's 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 isolating himself but also like tearing her away from him. Yeah. And so a bummer. I don't know. So she so as we said earlier, Scott is, you know, sort of hanging out with Vanessa. They're not really dating yet, but they're hanging out. Yeah, they're hanging out. That's exactly what they're doing. It's cash. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's cash. So Scott, Scott's like, you know, playing in his own ulterior motives is trying to get closer to the Humphreys. And he's right. like, Vanessa's complaining about Dan and Dan being like, supposedly her best friend and not like telling her things. And Scott's like, oh, all the Humphreys are going to be at the the race. All of them, even, even Rufus. Maybe my ears are burning. Maybe so, yeah. maybe we should maybe you should go and then also get a get a plus one. Who is me? Yeah, 
He weaseled his way into that poll match. Yeah, he did. Not as convincing as I would have hoped. Um, but yeah, he did it. He definitely got his way into there. Because he's trying to like, definitely the alternative motives were present. But he's also trying to be like a voice of reason. Like, well, you know, he is going through a lot. Like his family's relocating to the Upper East Side. You know, his mother's is, you know, his father's remarrying. Yeah, like a, a lot of stuff is going on. A lot of stuff is going on. Like, you know, have to get, catch, catch, you know, give Dan some slack. You know, come some slack. And she's like, I guess fine. Vanessa's like, I guess you're right. Well, let me let me try to make it right. Let's go to the polo match because the Humphreys <laughs> did invite me, so I should go. Yeah so, and, yeah, so that's like, and that's like the first part of the episode. Yeah, so pretty much we are caught up with everybody and uh, everything kind of comes together a bit at the polo match. To the races! To the races! Let's go ride a horse at the polo match in the Hamptons. <laughs> song i just made up oh yeah that's good. buy it on itunes good song thank you giddy up giddy up giddy up giddy up bow 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 oh yeah pony get it pony oh yeah, yeah. i was gonna be playing that song oh nice was, okay was... fine you can just like <laughs> just do it anyway no no, no i'm gonna keep all of this okay <laughs> i'm gonna keep you explaining sorry while we're doing this would be great i'm just a bachelor <laughs> Looking for a partner? I don't know the next part. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are at the polar races, and everyone is dressed up in very nice summer clothes. So nice. So nice. So Vanessa is at the race with Scott, her person. Escort. Yes, her escort. And she's like trying to find Dan so she can talk to him, and it's, you know, he's like so he's about to deal with some shit with serena with the carter thing and so like blair's like dan i need to talk to you now and vanessa's like like what who's this bitch coming in here and talking to like my friend about like we're gonna talk about something important right and she's just like you have to come with me and dan's like oh okay carter waldorf can't say it's good to see you no you can't not after what i'm about to tell you the invitation you got to come to this party wasn't exactly what you thought Spare me. Where's Serena? This him? You've been served. What the hell is this? It's a restraining order. This says I have to stay away from Blair Waldorf. Yeah, and until further notice, you'll find me by Serena's side. Step within 100 feet of me and you'll be arrested. And about how far do you think he is from yeah, me? Yeah, I don't think he's far enough. I agree. Security. Hey, hey, uh, what's, what's going on here? Uh, your friends uh, are trying to have me removed. Right, because you're stalking me. Yeah, look, you don't have to talk to him. You told him I was stalking you? You want to tell him the truth or should I? What's the truth? Yeah, Carter, what's the truth? <sighs> Sooner or later, you're going to be alone with no one taking your picture. What will you do then? Wait, Serena, what is he talking about? Miss Van der Woodson, the first checker is about to begin. Oh. We need to take position for the first throwing. Yes, of course. Thank you, Nacho. Um, goodbye, Carter. Serena. Thanks, guys. Wait, 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 wait. You got to tell us what's going on. Uh, I got to go. I got to hear this. I'll be right back. And yeah. Vanessa's like, ugh, okay, fine. Yeah, and Vanessa's really probably like, yeah, because, you know, she's seeing her best friend being, like, absorbed into, he's he's the ultimate insider. insider. Yeah, and he's, like, continuing that path. Like, he's gotten more and more into this world um but yeah so blair she serves carter with a restraining order yeah and she's like 
And Carter's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't ever come near you. This is fine. Right, because, like, it's not for Serena. It's for Blair. Yeah. And Blair's like, exactly. And I'm going to be with Serena forever. And you have to be 500 feet. And, like, her and they're like, is that 500 feet? No, that's not 500 feet. Also, this is a stupid idea. It is, but also it's just like... (sighs) But also... I love when Dan and Blair are like together. together. <laughs> they're so cute and good. Oh, they're so perfect together. And with his sexy they're, hair, they're pushed back. Problematic faves. I'm so into it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so yeah. So Carter's reaction to this is just to kind of smirk and be like, "Okay, do you guys, you guys don't know what's amateurs." Going on. Yeah, and so Serena like shows up and she's like, "What's going on?" And they tell her about the restraining order, and Serena goes, "Right, because you're stalking me." <laughs> It's clear she's forgetting her lies. I know. I love it. I love when people forget their lies. Like, <laughs> I love it when Serena forgets her lies. For sure. So Carter's like, okay, I like, I don't know what's what you're gonna do, but like, you gotta tell them the truth. And Serena's like, no, I don't. Oh, look, I have to go pitch the first ball or whatever they do in polo. Right. And then Serena straight up just steals a horse. Yeah. And she just like rides it across the f- the pole field. It makes an absolute scene. Yeah, and everyone's taking pictures uh, of her. Yeah, and riding her gorgeous riding her horse in her gorgeous dress. I know. We'll later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later for sure. And you know, it's the exact opposite of what she said she would do for Rufus. Like Rufus, like keep a little profile, just like do this thing, don't make a scene, just do this thing. We can like you know keep it going. Maybe we can get some paparazzi off your ass. And Serena's just like you know like yeah, sorry, but I can't. And so she like runs off, and. Uh, Carter also steals a horse and chases after her. Yeah, and so they they both end up with their horses in like, I guess a forest clearing area right. behind the. I don't I don't understand where did polo matches happen? Who knows? Court it, polo court polo field probably field. field. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, what do they do in polo? Like hit balls with sticks. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Right? That's what I'm picturing, like that weird, like gavelly looking thing. Yeah, it, it feels like it's like cricket, but on horses. Ugh, so boring. Yeah. Yeah. White so, people. Right? It's it's some white people. White nonsense. White, yeah, exactly. White nonsense. What is <laughs> white, white, white nonsense? nonsense. <laughs> exactly. It's such white nonsense. So um, they go into the clearing, and Carter, he's like, you know. Like, you got to talk about what happened. You know, like, you can't have these people thinking I'm stalking you. She's like, I can't, you know, like, whatever we happen, just stay away from me. He was like, like, what could possibly be so bad that you're, like, lying about it? <sighs> Figured you weren't planning on riding all the way back to the city. <sighs> Why won't you leave me alone, Carter? You're not my boyfriend. No, but I seem to be the only one you tell your secrets to. Well, I guess that was a mistake. Dropping your dress, stealing a horse. All it is is a cry for attention. I don't need to cry for attention. I'm getting plenty on my own, in case you haven't noticed. Yeah, plenty from everyone except the one you want it from. It's not true. You didn't want to see you, Serena. No, that's, that's not what happened. We spent a month chasing him down, and then we found him. He couldn't even meet you face to face. Well, maybe he didn't get my message, or he didn't realize who well, I was. He didn't realize who his daughter was? Serena, what if your dad didn't want to see you? Who cares? Who the hell is he not to want you? I would have stayed all summer with you. But after that, you ditched me and ran again. And she's like, and he was like, you have some daddy issues. Like, you're upset because your dad doesn't love you. And she's like, yeah, kind of. Yeah, she's like, that's not what happened. Like, it's not true. He doesn't want to. Like, so apparently what happened was in Europe, like, 
she's she contacted her father several times and was like basically trying to get his attention with the tabloids so he would talk to her and he just didn't respond ever and so she we got has, really close to we got really close to seeing him and then he like you know avoided just her didn't again. yeah and so like they they found him and then he just didn't reciprocate like any sort of response back yeah. And Carter, in a romantic way, says something like, "Your dad's garbage for not wanting to see you." He's like, "What does he say?" He's like, "He's like, how, who, how, is he, who, who is he? Who is he who not to not want you?" Yeah. He's like, and and you know, and then she kisses him. Yeah, because she's just like overcome with emotion but also, for Carter for saying such a romantic thing, which I would also kiss him. But also not mad at all. Like I would yeah. kiss him. Like oh my God, he can stalk me. Yeah, I wonder if he wants to be on our podcast and make out with us. I mean, just be on our podcast. Or just like stand in the room. Yeah, it's fine. We'll he doesn't have to stand him. here. He can like stand like adjacent from like a and then have like a camera like surveilling him. Like I'm into that. Oh my god, Carter Basin, Sebastian Stan, please be on our podcast. If anyone knows please. him, please at slide, us. Slide into his DMs for us because I'm not doing that. I don't want. I don't want my fingerprints on this. But. Oh my god, I I want my <laughs> fingerprints all over him. I know it's not what you said, but I don't care. I'm running with it. <sighs> Yeah, he's, he's oh, he's, he's great. so good. He's he looks great. so good. He's always looked good. I, know. I feel like I'm glad that you're following on the Carter. Basin I don't chain. know what's happening. It's fine. He looks good. It's summer. Just like a very hot and bothered this summer. It's summer. It's fine. Um. So yeah. On that note, Scott is super awkward around Rufus. Oh yeah. So he's like he kind of breaks away from Vanessa, and he like he's like, "Hi, are you Rufus Humphrey?" And Rufus is like, hi, let's shake hands. And then he doesn't shake his hands. And Rufus is like, it's fine. It's just a handshake. <laughs> and he's just, Scott is just silent. Yeah. He's overcome with emotion. Like, I mean, silently. Like, you, obviously there's something going on. Yeah. And Rufus is, like, not aware of it, obviously. So, um, Scott, he, like, try to plays off his awkwardness. Like, I'm just a really big fan of Lincoln Hawk. And we're like, okay, bullshit. <laughs> Who? No one is a fan of Lincoln Hawk. What a bad song! Can you even buy it on iTunes? Should we re-record our own version of it? Always. Okay, we'll get Charlene to play guitar. Yes. Okay. Done. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so he is trying to weasel his way into Rufus's good graces by complimenting his trash ass band. And Rufus is totally (laughs) eating it out of his hand. He's like, He loves his fans because there are none. I have a fan? That's great. So (laughs) I have a like Dan had a fan. That was my favorite. I have a fan. Who? We'll find out. Yeah, so yeah. Who's a fan? We'll find out. I I I don't know. Yeah, so that's just like an awkward interaction and then um Scott leaves with Vanessa because Vanessa is like Still annoyed at Dan for being rich and weird and yeah. not normal Dan. Yeah, and she's kind of just like, I gotta go. Maybe, maybe Dan will sh- normal Dan will show up and invite you. Yeah, and Dan's like, well, whatever. I'm rich now. Fuck yeah. that. But Scott kisses Vanessa, like show his alleg- allegiance to her. I guess he's like, it's I'm gonna. It's fine. It's fine. It's gross. Ugh, I don't, I don't want to kiss his face. Mm. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, he's he's a. I don't I don't even know what, how to describe scott like he's just like a face he looks he looks very basic he does but also looks he, I, at first i thought it was a poc uh, so i was like is he oh really like he kind of looks he's so white though he is but he, could, he could also be like italian or latinx and i wasn't sure if he was or not okay 
or like somewhere of that family tree. I'm like, is he? Or at least maybe like Havzi or something. But like he definitely looks like <laughs> he definitely looks ethnic. And so I was his like, his last name is Riggy. Oh, he looks way cuter when he's not in Gossip Girl. I'm googling him now. Oh, yeah, he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. As what? A wolf? I'm kidding. As a wolf. Have you also not watched that movie? <laughs> no, I've seen the movie. <laughs> okay. I've seen the movie. I saw it in the theaters. In the oh my god! <laughs> a wolf. So his last name is Rigi, which sounds Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, I'm he's he looks weird in this show. I think it's his hair. His hair looks super weird. It looks like it's, season one Chuck. Yeah, but it's also like definitely painfully two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine yeah. haircut. Where it's like every scene boy had that haircut. All these missing is like guy liner. Yeah, like he he's, and like he's a, a very cute man outside of yeah Gossip Girl. I can see him looking very cute with scruff. Yes. Yeah. I can see that too. But right but it's now, like his it's just... his hair. Like the back of his hair is also too long, and like it's all just a little bit too long. He's 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 a victim of early aughts. I sucks. I don't like it. Mm, that's a bummer. Yeah, he has. But like, but fortunately, he has potential. Yes, he'll um, get cuter. Yes. Um. But yeah. So, uh, Blair and Chuck, they're still kind of like on the. It's awkward between them because. Blair hasn't necessarily admitted that she doesn't want to play sex games with Chuck anymore. And Chuck is kind of like, hasn't confronted Blair about like how she feels about playing sex games. So Blair and... So they're still, they're still essentially like both of them are playing that game though they're not sure if they want to. Right. And like the thing is, is they're in a committed relationship, so to speak now. And the fact that they haven't been able to be, you know, decent communicators, it's, I mean, they're young. Of course. They're 17. And they is, are 17 years old. And this is old. the first time that Chuck has been with somebody, like truly been with somebody. So, of course, he's not going to be the first one I want to communicate. But Blair, of course, has been in a few relationships at this point. And um, her making the first move, she's nervous because she doesn't want to offset what's going on with them. Yeah, because she doesn't, she doesn't know how Chuck's going to react. And she yeah. spent so much effort and time, like, you know. Nailing this motherfucker down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Essentially, she's like, no, like, if anybody's possession of anybody, Blair isn't uh, Blair um, possesses Chuck. And exactly. And she's finally got him. And, Chuck is Blair's. Yeah, she finally got him. She finally nailed him down. Like, look. The vintage 2009 Chuck Ugh. comes at a very large price. I uh, guess. Sorry. What was that from? I don't know. I made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was pretending to be, like, selling him oh, got to it. Blair. Look, QVC. Yes, like QVC. I love QVC. That's I'm, weird. I'm here for QVC. <laughs> oh my god. And HSN. Home shopping. They are not the same channel. They are not. Are you sure? I'm very sure. Oh my god! I thought they were the same. Like they until this moment in my head, I was conflating them. Two separate. Wow. Channels. I know. I yeah. Know. So, so their their weirdness is still going on, and <laughs> they, they see none other than Alexandra Richards, who is Keith Richards' daughter. What? Right. I didn't know who she was. Yeah, let me just Google her quickly. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, she's Keith Richards' daughter. Oh man! And so she's on this episode, and um, so like they they are like maybe we should seduce her, and like they kind of look at each other, and then when Blair is like getting up to her shenanigans with Carter and whatever, she loses Chuck, and then is trying to find him later to like see what they're gonna do, and then finds out from the the security guard. POC alert <laughs> that he left with um, someone who probably looks like Alexander Richards. He described her as like, I describe her as a gorgeous yellow haired woman 
but other people might describe her as blonde. <laughs> yeah, and like Blair is like, like every man's fantasy, and the guy's like, oh, I'm like, okay. No, I don't think so. She's okay, like sit down. 17 at this point. All right, sit down, black man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With your problematic, like that's a whole different conversation. I'm not even sure we're going to have on this platform. With your problematic of every woman, every male fantasy. Right, like, okay. Sit Calm down. down. Sit down. Um, <laughs> so Blair's like, oh, I have to find him. I'm I'm gonna say this really, yeah. Okay, just keep keep going, keep going. No, no, no. I was gonna say this, but like, only I think maybe two people will understand this reference. But it's from Save the Last Dance. Oh, she's white, so she gotta be right. But no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I felt so tired away doing that. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Like, I don't like this at all. Nope. That was that was weird. That was like the the only POC except for Vanessa in this episode. <laughs> and I was and, like, I'm like uh, uh. So I was like disappointed in the black man a little bit. Like, ugh, okay. It's not his fault. The only job he could get in Gossip Girl was as a security guard. <laughs> and he literally all he did was not even speak. So that's Oh my god. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Sorry. Um Yeah. That's, so that's me projecting a lot. Um it's fine. That's what our show is about. By the way, everyone, my computer is at sixty nine percent battery. Just hey. wanted you to know. It's nice. Okay. So Noise. Uh, yeah. Noise. <laughs> bam, Noise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh like Blair has lost Chuck, we are losing it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she she like runs to her his apartment or whatever, and she like finds him sitting in his robe, reading, probably smoking a pipe, and looking very much like um, he, um Hugh Hefner. Hefner. Yeah, yeah, like you know Chuck is he's he's playing a lot of roles today. He's playing that that Wall Street guy. Now he's playing Hugh Hefner. Yeah, he's wearing a lot of hats. He's a man of many trades. Yes. He, uh, he's role-playing. <laughs> he's literally role-playing. So, so Blair is convinced that Alexandra Richards is hidden somewhere in the apartment. And, and she goes ballistic. She's and like, she's what like, the fuck? Where is he? How dare you? Yeah, and he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I know she's in here. Where is she? And he's like, I came here. I had a headache. I went home. And she's all, like, upset. And she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to play games. And he's like, okay, whatever makes you happy. And she's like, I do have to admit, it was really exhilarating to, like, you know, come over here and, like, to whip someone's girl's head off. I'm like, okay, Blair. No, <laughs> you don't actually feel like that. Blair. But, I don't know. It's, like, it's kind of a turning point in their, like, relationship. Where For sure. When they met, the, like, they all they need to get them hot and bothered is each other. In a weird way. Yeah. I mean, like, they're twisty. Yeah. So so he wants her to be happy, but they still need to role play since their life, their sex life has gotten so boring over the past three months. So she, they role play <gasps> as her being a, uh, a patron at a restaurant, uh, uh, some restaurant, and Chuck is in some, like, waiter's suit. Oh, God. He's dressed up like a waiter, and he is the apparently top, doing from the, the waist up, job. From the waist up. Like, I feel like he has, like, no pants on or something. <laughs> Or like shorts. Like I don't. I don't remember pants being a part of the equation. I don't either. But uh, it's a very funny moment, and I laughed out loud just because of um, Blair's delivery. Yeah, she's like, waiter, this glass is dirty, and I've been waiting far too long. It's like I've been waiting far too long. It's so funny. It's oh so my god. Funny. And like, yeah. girl. Okay. Yeah. Like they could be playful. Like I. I don't know. I'm trying to warm up to them as a couple. Because I like them when they're playful. I hate them when he's serious. I hate when he's hurtful. I hate when he's like. I hate when she's hurtful too. Like she can be kind of a bitch too. But like I hate when they're like mean. This is like something I saw on Twitter the other day where someone said 
hey, like when dudes tell you that they're bad people, it means they're actively not trying to be good people. Like you mm. shouldn't date me because I'm a bad person. Then don't be a fucking bad person. So like I want to date you. Like just right. fucking don't be a bad boy. Be no better. one wants that. Yeah, be, do better. Do better. And I, and I shouldn't be the one to change you. Yeah. Because I hate that pressure too. It's like, oh God, that's such a waste of time. That's such wasteful time. Like, I can change him. Why? Don't waste your time on trying to change somebody. Yeah. Let him change himself. If he doesn't have the if he doesn't have fortitude to do that, then like let him leave let him leave his life somewhere else. Um let's talk about Nate and Bree and the grandfather real quick because it's important, but it's also super boring. Yeah. So let's just close so, over really quickly. Me and Nate and uh expired, expired Brie. Flavorless Brie. Uh, Hang on, let me look up if there's types of brie. American brie. <laughs> One second. It's not even French brie, it's just like... <laughs> Skim brie. Uh, no. Nope. Smelly brie? No, hmm. it's just not smell brie. It's just smell. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Fine. Still yeah. haven't figured it out. Placeholder. We're fine. It's fine. Yeah. So so um so Mayonelli and Mayonate and uh Bree, they are at the polo match as well. And they run into the grandfather. Uh the grandfather the... gave Nate a Ferrari, I believe. Yeah, so he decides so he's like, Hey grandfather, uh this is Bree. Also, I'm not keeping your Ferrari. Yeah, he basically brought Bree to the the polo match as a way to uh, rile up his grandfather because he knows how much he hates the Buckleys and a way to, like, you know, further alienate himself from the family. And Bree is, like, a little pissed off. She's like, look, um, I actually want to get back with my family. I'm kind of, like, I'm... I'm I'm not in good terms with my family. And yeah. this is not going to make it any better. And Nate kind I'm of, like, just, like, pushed her into the situation. Well, he didn't tell her. Well, she's, she's definitely being used upon right now. Yeah. For his, furthering his own agenda, the way he wants to separate himself from his family. And she's like, look, if you had told me about, like, I wish you told me about this. Like, I do not want to be part of this scheme. I'm trying to get back with my family good graces, and this is not going to help it. And with your grandfather, you know, because she, you know, she's known about his grandfather or known of his grandfather for years and years. And there's like a huge, huge, like, as we said, Montague's and Capula situation going on. And I mean, I I think she's extremely her the way that where she's coming from is like just it's it's extremely terrible place to be put in, like to first of all, be. Like, hey, here's my family. Also, they hate you. Also, I didn't tell you that this is going to happen to you. Like, he, she's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a, Nate did bad. Yeah, Nate was not great here. So, um, so grandfather, he like approaches them because they are trying to figure out how to get out of there. And Bree, she's not, she wants to go, but she's like kind of stuck there. And so the grandfather says that he wants Nate to be happy and offers the Ferrari back to him so he can drive home because he surreptitiously, yeah, and just like another way to like kind of control him yet again, but also like, like you know, like he's hey. like pretending to right exactly want Nate to be happy exactly, and he's like you know like be who we want to be like if Bree makes you happy, fine, great, and um while Bree and Nate go off to head back to Manhattan. Uh, grandfather calls uh, his folks and like says Trip. He's like, hey yeah, Trip. Yeah, Trip, yeah. Trip, it's me. Remember how we've always wanted to do something about the Buckleys? 
I think I may have found a way. You know we've always wanted to do something about the Buckleys. Yep. And that so cuff, gonna, sets a motion, something about the You're going to use them as a pawn. You're going to use your grandson. Yeah. And he's going to hate you even more. Yeah. Probably. Right. And uh, Brie and Nate, they kind of um, agreed to like have a secret relationship just because she wants to continue dating Nate. But she can't because she's one of, uh, at least in public, she's, in, she's fearful of what her family will feel like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's pretty much the. Oh, there's one last thing. What? So Rufus, with all the crap that was going on with Serena, he's trying to oh, right. uh, keep all that shit away from Lily finding out. He pays off the paparazzi. Yeah, so there's apparently like a group of paparazzi that, or one paparazzi company that like employs a bunch of photographers, mm-hmm. and he uses like the the spending money Lily left him to pay them off, which is like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, and so like they're gonna make he's gonna make sure that Serena like doesn't have her picture in any more tabloids, right? Except so, for one photographer who they haven't been able to get a hold of, and you find out that Serena is the one who has been who has um, kept that photographer for herself. And there's a lot of photographs of her on the horse and she wants to make sure they're um, in tabloids all over Europe and Asia just so wherever her father goes, he she will sees, see her picture. Yeah. And so he, she can't so he can't avoid her. Which I It's a stupid thing to do. Yeah, it's like I'm like, I'm not sure if this is smart or just dumb. It's like it's like wherever he looks, she can't avoid me. He can't avoid me. I'm gonna be in a, It's I'm such gonna, an interesting approach to take with trying to find your father. Like just being everywhere isn't gonna make someone reach out to you. And I think that's an interesting. I, I I don't understand her rationale for thinking that being they've every used, tabloid ever. They've used this tactic before, um, not so much in this way, but they have um, in, season, in season one. Um, Dan and Blair they were having a conversation because uh, Blair was you know trying to get Chuck's attention. Oh right. And she's like, you know, he keeps avoiding me. He's like, well, just be everywhere he is. That's right. That's and exactly where Serena got it from. So yeah, maybe that's where she got it from. But yeah, it's just like well, it's 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 a it's a stupid. It's not, I think it's dumb. It's not great, and it's just like obviously she really wants to talk to her father. She should talk to her mother, but yeah. that's not the logical thing because she wants to do it on her own. She wants to be separate. I want to be my own person. I'm just trying to change. Yeah, and she's and I guess with Serena's like if he if he can't if he can't avoid me then he'll have to reach out to me about like why am I doing all these crazy things yeah to find out what's going on with me and it's like that's not how you communicate with people but I don't know but uh that is to be continued yeah so that's 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 the the episode episode. so uh, we'll be right back after these messages for listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Lola is offering a 50% savings on your first order. Get your first two-box order for just $9, regularly $18. So Lola has 100% organic cotton menstrual products for Ooh. people who menstruate, but they also have a My First Period box that I really want to get, even it's though so I'm cute. so many periods in. Same. There's I... like a little pamphlet, too. Like, I want to learn about my period. When did you get your first period? When I was 13. I got mine when I was 15. I was a super late bloomer. That's oh why I didn't God. get boobs until I was like 22. I got my period on my, like my first period was on my way back from Hawaii on a family trip. And so like as soon as I got back, I got my period. And I was like, thank God you didn't interrupt my beach trip. I got my first period in the middle of a history test. Ew. And I. Oh, did you think you peed yourself? 
Yeah, and then I was so excited because I was like, fucking finally. I know. I was like, because I was like When's 15 going on 16, and I was like, I still hadn't had my period yet. And I was like, am I, am I dead inside? So if you... <laughs> if you are not dead inside but you want to start your first two box order for just nine dollars instead of eighteen dollars you can go to trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com again that's trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com get your first two box order for just nine dollars menstruation yeah and we're back so let's talk about Fashion. fashion put it all on me don't you want to see these clothes on me fashion turn around fashion, fashion. turn around Ooh, fashion. fashion yeah see i'm learning your song yay yay it's he's the best it's from uh, scary monsters um so yeah so chuck and his red suspenders i like this look i know you think it looks like the poor man's wall street dude but i yeah. think he looks very cute and sexy with his hair pushed back okay, okay that's done i'm done <laughs> You had your two. I'm done with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely like him. Uh, be it's very 80s, but also it's weird. I'm not sure how I feel about it. But Serena I looked like incredible it. in her orange dress. Oh, oh my, my god. god, she looked like a Grecian goddess. Like she, she looked, looked incredible, so good. So she's wearing like a one-shouldered, uh, orangish dress, and it's like empire waist. It's like very flowy very grecian and i don't know she her hair looks amazing so good and like her riding on that horse like that picture is just like you know that uh blake lively comes from modeling background because this picture of her is so good like it's stunning so good and she looks just so good in this dress she looks like every american girl like yeah well every american white girl but like you know exactly you know every rich american white girl yeah she looks great Okay, so um, let's talk about Blair's ugly dress. I hated it. Oh. So she's wearing like this mint colored, like another empire waist, but it looks like just a flowy dress that has like a large belt that's tied around the waist and it is not cute. It looks like a nightgown. It looks so fluffy. It looks nice like if she's wearing it at night. Yeah, it would be a great nightgown. I would wear that at night. That would be one of my night. I would add that to my nightgown rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love nightgowns. Have... No, nightgowns are great. I'm into it. They're so good. I'm, I'm I'm here for that gowns. Um, what other ones? Um, I liked Blair's floral dress that she wore during the day when she um, was first hanging out with Nate. No, I, sorry, not Nate with with Chuck in the. I liked the dress, not so much the yeah, belt. The belt is so ugly. The dress is cute. Like the dress is like it's got a fitted, almost sweet pseudo sweetheart neckline, and then halter. A, yeah, like a halter thing. But then she has this like this. It is extremely 2008 belt. Like, it's a very thick belt tied around her waist, and it is, it serves no function. And I hate those belts so much. But also, her hair looks amazing. Her hair looks so good. Her hair always looks amazing. But, like, specifically, like, her hair is, like, kind of lightened up a little bit, and it's just, like, really just, like, flowy, very beachy. Mm-hmm. Here for it. And also, her makeup is popping in this episode. I'm really enjoying it. Um,. So Serena wears a floral blazer on top of a uh, black romper, a black v-neck romper, and it looks so good. I am so here for this look. That's really cute. Oh I, can, my God. I can work that today. I know. It's like, it's timeless. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's not timeless, but it's like still, it's it's very fashionable today. Yeah. Very nice. And then um, Jenny in her polka dot dress. Yeah, it's a onesie, actually. So oh. she wears this um, polka dot onesie that it has a sweetheart neckline. 
or it's a romper i guess i don't know what the difference is same thing right jumpsuit romper yeah and it's like it's so cute and she looks so cute in it and like i don't know i wish i wore heels or i wish that heels weren't so uncomfortable because everyone looks so good in heels and i only can wear flats and like rompers look so good with heels dresses look good with heels and it's I don't know. It's antiquated. Don't don't don't. That's feel right. Like, don't feel like you need to wear. Don't heels. we? Yeah, exactly. Even though they make your ass look incredible. Oh my god, like, so incredible! Like, I don't have an ass, but I basically look like I have an ass when I wear heels. It's yeah, same. A, it's a bit annoying. Not fair. Not fair. Uh, music. Matt and Kim. Remember Matt and Kim? No. Okay. You uh, knew I was gonna say no. I know, but still. Um, more more for the listeners. Remember Matt and Kim? Um, yes, sure. That's me being the listeners. I'm technically a listener. Yes. Um, so 2011, 2011, I went to go see them. Um, they were playing at a concert venue that's no longer open in Chicago, but it was sponsored by Budweiser. Okay. And it was your 22nd birthday. I was not 22nd, 22, but like basically anybody who was over the age of 22 can go to this birthday thing. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. And so like they had like food catered, they had catered food and like Budweiser and like it was fun. And like Matt Kim showed up, but um, the venue and Budweiser are dumb as fuck because instead of like cans, they had glass bottles. And they had about two trash cans in the entire venue. So, of course, all the glass went on the ground. And so, basically, by the end of the night, the entire floor was covered in glass. Like, all of it was. Oh, God. That's so stupid. It's so dumb. And um, I had stepped on a bottle cap. And I tried to get it off of my shoe. And... I cut my hand wide open. Oh my god, Cher! No, yeah. at a concert. At a concert, at a Matt and Kim concert, which oh, is like it's like so. I don't know. I well, the thing is, like Matt and Kim are like Matt pop, like Matt and Kim are like a lacho pop pop um, band. It's like getting like your hand cut open and like I don't know. Um, what's a, a what's equivalent to them that you might know? Um, Taylor Swift. They're a little more indie than Taylor Swift, but like poppy, like like a like an indie like, like Gautier. Pop. Yeah, yeah, like like open your con- <laughs> no seriously, like that's very similar to what their sound is. Oh, okay. So it's like yeah, it's like open. It's like getting. It's like bleeding. It's a very punk thing to do at a show. It's like I'm oh bleeding God. at a fucking Gautier show. Essentially, it's like this is not punk at all. This is not chill. So um, it is sponsored by Budweiser. Yeah, the glass, not the can or cu- paper cups. Like there were so many other options they could have did there, and they didn't. And then also the venue. But then that's why the venue is like now closed because they 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 always had events there that were either filled with like drug kids you know getting high and then assaulting women in the bathroom or like having events like this so like it's this terrible venue but um that's like my one only memory of madden kim is like you know (laughs) being there so shout out to madden kim uh they're a fine band i don't hate their music yeah, I don't know them. I'm sorry. That's okay. I have nothing to contribute, contribute to music, like, ever. That's fair. So, uh, smiley face. That's okay. Uh, Otech Lotech. Uh, tabloid magazines. Oh, my God. That would literally not be a thing now because uh, everyone uses their phones. Right, exactly. Like, they, like every every lifestyle magazine or lifestyle website has, like, a gossip section. Speaking of which, I saw page six 
like has a Twitter because someone retweeted it and it was um, apparently some someone famous is wearing low rise jeans because fuck low rise jeans they i'm not i'm not uh, letting them come back i was so mad ban low rise jeans forever man probably invented them i was i had my ass out for half way too long they're so uncomfortable the zipper always just grinds against your crotch and also your ass is out yeah your ass is like out it is so uncomfortable ass or no ass whatever skin is between your thigh and back it shows it shows and it's not fair it like, sucks. Yeah, not a fan. I'm not here yeah, for it. Yeah, don't at all. don't wear them. Don't wear them. Don't let them be in fashion Ugh. again. Do not let this happen. Ugh. Dear listeners, we implore you. <laughs> yeah, writing campaign. No more royalized jeans. Um, yes. So, whether old tech, low tech was um, there. Any other? The computer that the guy was using for the website for the editing tool. What was he using for editing? What are we talking? About? I, oh, um, I didn't see Photoshop. Probably Photoshop. I've looked at an old version of Photoshop. Let me look. 1994 Photoshop. Let's see. Let's see if we, if we see a thing real quick. Because I feel like he was using an old application. I think he was just using like I might have just a camera photo roll. viewer. It just yeah. looks like a photo viewer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought I saw something. But yeah, it's uh, that's a bit old tech, low tech. He was using a MacBook, actually. Aw. Yeah, he's using a MacBook. All right. Um, I don't think there's. I don't have anything else. Old tech, low tech. Do um, I? No, I don't have anything else. Got a ton story observations. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, uh, so in the beginning, when Jenny's in the Hamptons, we find out she was stalking the barefoot Contessa at the 1770s house. What is that? I don't know. She just said it. I was like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> that's like a, this is a Jenny thing to do. To like I wish there was the like a webisode series of just like Jenny and Eric. Just I like know. Doing I would love to watch their like adventures. Shenanigans, yeah, because they're way, like they're really fun and interesting. I think especially the adventures of Jenny and Eric. I'm here for it. I would watch it. I would. I would make fan fiction about that. Oh my god, you should. I don't have time. Okay. But but I but I implore our listeners to make some fan fiction about Jenny and Eric uh, gallivanting around. Uh, the, Hamptons. the Hamptons, Upper East Side, wherever. I'm in for it. Uh, Serena, she uh, made some flack about Goop, which so, is hilarious. So she was apparently emailing all her tips from the ashram to uh, Rufus and Dan and like saying, you should do this to like cleanse yourself or whatever white people do at ashrams. Um, and so then she, she like later told Dan it was because, you know, she was finally goop is good for something. All those emails about uh, the benefits of Bikram, 10 easy steps to colon cleanse. Turns out goop is good for something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, goop is a thing here too. Yep. Uh, One of my favorite exchanges in the entire series is actually from Scott and Vanessa. Oh my God, it is so, I don't know if this was done on purpose, but it is like so good. So as we know. It is the antithesis of this entire, not antithesis, but it's the entire like purpose of this podcast is this exchange. So much, I laughed so hard, I paused to laugh. Oh my God, me too. I like watched it again. I was like, okay, rewind 30 seconds. So good. (laughs) So they're at the, the. Polo match. Yeah. And so everyone's like wearing some sort of white stuff or is white. We're not sure. And Scott goes. He's so white. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Everything's so white. And Vanessa goes, Welcome to my world. Because <laughs> as we know, she is a POC. Yeah. yeah. The only POC. Yeah. At least starring. God, that's yeah. so sad. It's so sad. So sad. Poor Vanessa. Poor yeah. us. That we too. have to watch this shit and make a podcast about it. Um, that was our choice. But also, like... no, it's not. They're making us do this. <laughs> that's fair. Um, and then Serena. Yeah, so Serena, what, 
we find out that uh, while she was gallivanting across Europe, she apparently had sex with Cristiano Ronaldo, which is like such a 2009 thing to do. It really is. Oh my God. When I was. Even she was like, that's what you do. When I was um, in Barcelona, like Cristiano Ronaldo was like super duper popular, like in soccer at the time. And I went to. Um, wait, where is he? Is he from. Is he Barca- Barcelona or Portugal? I can't remember. Everyone had like. Um, like there were Ronaldo jerseys everywhere. I think he, he must have been, he must have been, um, Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, he's Portuguese. What is his career? I don't know. <laughs> this is so boring. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was, very, it was, it was definitely a 2009 reference for sure. Yeah. Cause I was, when I was in Barcelona and I was actually in Barcelona in 2009 too. Oh really? Yeah. <gasps> we were there together. Oh, that's awesome. Did you pickpocket me? Cause that's where I got pickpocketed. Yes. <laughs> that was me. No, it actually sucked when I was in Barcelona in 2009. I was, I, it was um, actually around this time. I was like, it was a mid-August and it was the last trip that I was going to go, the last country I was visiting or last city I was visiting before I went back to England to fly home to Chicago and I got pickpocketed and he didn't steal my money because I had a money belt, but he stole my fucking passport. Ah. And it sucked. And like, and I'm sure like he probably stole my wallet, saw nothing but a passport, and just threw it away. But I don't know where he threw it away to. So I checked a bunch of garbage cans around there and it was gone. That's fucked up. It sucked. And so I had to go to Madrid, get a temporary passport to fly back to England, and then another temporary passport in England, the consulate, to go back to Chicago. Look, it sucked. It cost so much money. That is so it bad. Was, it it like almost like ruined Barcelona for me. Like it was a great city until that happened. I was like, fuck this city. <laughs> I spent so much money trying to get home. Um, but yeah. So any other observations? I, let me see. Do I have anything else? Um, someone says at some point what happens in summer stays at some, in summer. That's Serena said that. not a thing. Serena said that. Okay. Serena, that's not a thing. Yeah. Um, um I, the, the amount of like, "Quote unquote celebrities showing up like oh the different models, like Alexander was, Richards. Yeah, that was kind of fun. And like I think in this season too, there's a lot of celebrity pop ups. So yeah, we'll see. there are. I feel like this is when like Gossip Girl really hit its stride as far as popularity. Like everybody was watching the show at this point. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't have a friend at least in my like core friend group who didn't watch the show. Everyone, everyone watched. Everyone the show. watched so the good. show. Yeah, it was kind of like, a, like it was like it's most popular in this season. So, uh, yeah, look out for the celebrities. Look out for the celebrities. We'll probably make like a celebrity count if we see enough of them. Okay, yeah, this this one had Alexander Richards, who I don't count. Yeah, it doesn't count because you don't know who that was, and if you don't know, as far as I'm concerned, they're not famous. Yeah. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think that's the episode. So we want to read this bitch. Yeah, I want to give it. I want to give it a nine. Yeah, I had a really good time watching this episode. I was like, <gasps> I love this. I think it's partially because everyone looked so beautiful. Everybody just, looked, looked so, so fun to like hot. watch. Look, everyone looked so good. Like except for Vanessa's hair. What happened there? What happened to Vanessa's hair? So she had like those, like. You, you said she had extensions, but like definitely extensions. It looked like her hair was styled how Eliza Dushku's hair was styled in Buffy. Bring it on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because she had like those white people dreads, yeah. and like they they gave her white people dreads yeah. because why? Yeah, I don't know. It was just like it's long and it was kind of like ugh, just and not it was like great. twisted, weird. I don't know. Like yeah. it was not cute. It's not a good look for her, and she like her she looks best with her hair short. Like she shouldn't have long I know. hair, and like not weirdly 
dreaded like that i don't know what they, they always did. give vanessa like the short end of the stick it like, sucks I, it makes me so upset like everybody looks incredible and except then for vanessa. vanessa's like just like well you know she's got the bohemian spirit like they, i oh. feel like they want to make her look like she's like um, i liked her outfit in this episode yeah like i feel like they want to make her look like lisa bonet which yeah. it would be awesome but, but give her real dreads don't give her like some fake ass yeah dreads. i hate give it her, give her not dreads so much locks like lock her hair properly don't like don't give her like these fake ass locks to make her look like she hasn't bathed in weeks. Like, no, seriously, it makes me really upset. And like, they don't treat her right. And I don't know, like, I feel some type of way about seeing her fashion because it's always like subpar compared to everybody. I else. know, and it's it's the only POC in the show, and it sucks to like watch that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's like a kind of it's a it's a trope. It's, like a, it's a trope. Yeah. In a lot of shows like this, like one of the biggest um, comparisons for me is um, Angela from Boy Meets World. Oh my god. Exactly. Like, they treated her hair awful until like the very last season, and then even then, like she barely had any screen time. So I was just like, "What the fuck?" I, I was know. So upset. so upset. So upset because she deserves better. And she was a great character, and they like treated her fashion and her like makeup just absolutely shitty because they probably have like a lot of people on the show who don't know how to do their hair, and so mostly for like white people's hair or or, or quote unquote normal hair. And so when they have an ethnic character on the show they treat her any type of way like oh good enough and it's like no actually you should you know have people cater to her because she's not like everybody else so also she's prettier than everyone else in the she show she is breathtaking and the thing is like you know she may not look the best like everybody else but like she's she still looks breathtaking oh my gosh she's so beautiful she's so pretty so anyway that's my like you know my soapbox moment for the night but like i'm just like ah, i'm angry it's fine that uh let's wrap this up thank you so much guys for listening to this episode thank you listeners sorry about the wait for the past two weeks but this is yeah we're keeping yeah. it up we're like you know, we're, we're doing free. it we're, we're doing free. it you know we're continue doing this so i want to give a shout out to cars against humanity so much for thanks us, uh use your facilities your equipment and your awesome studio i uh, want to give a wonderful shout out to our collective post loudness post loudness for uh letting us uh, be a part of your group i mean i started it but it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> i mean sometimes i feel like i mean i'm, I'm a co-founder but still like thanks uh, me for letting me be part of me but also like why would you keep on doing the show um but yeah it's a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color women and queer identified hosts you can listen to all of our shows at postlawness.com for more information uh thank you so much Subi, for being a wonderful beacon of hope and light and just joy in my life and thank you so much for continuing to be a part of the show with me yeah thanks for being a wonderful co-host and i love doing this with you and getting to watch gossip girl over and over i know it's so good it's so wonderful so great thank you gossip girl for just existing thanks we know we love you yes xoxo (laughs) and thank you listeners so much for tuning in every week um we appreciate all the things you've been saying to us and we are gonna be continuing to record so if we fall off for whatever reason then you just like continue to at us at us you know yell at us that's fine we love motivation it keeps us doing what we're doing because you know when you're in talking to a void you know you don't know who's talking on the other or listening on the other end so let us know what you think please continue to at us please so uh yeah until next time you you know know you love us xoxo gossip girls post loudness audio